Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hello, my name is Gary Mansfield, and this is a bonus episode of the Ministry of Arts podcast. Now, as ever, let's begin by banging these bongos. Hello and welcome to this bonus episode of the Ministry of Arts podcast. Well today I've got something very different for you. I'm speaking to Katie Byer and Joe Turney who are the founders of ConArt which is a joint social network and art marketplace. Let me just read you their statement. ConArt is a social art market combining the community engagement of a social network with the trust of a curated marketplace designed for artists, art lovers and collectors to connect, discover and buy art all on one app. Think Instagram that focuses on art sales that's run by humans and not algorithms. So I won't give too much away here because Katie and Joe do it so much better than I could. And at the end of this episode, they'll tell you how to join up to ConArt. So don't hang around, shoot straight over there and sign up. Please let me introduce you to Katie Byatt and Joe Turney from ConArt. This morning I'm speaking to Katie Byatt and Joe Turner from ConArt. First of all, could you tell me a bit about yourself, Katie, then you, Joe, and then ConArt itself? Okay, about me. Um, so I started out my life um, in the Midlands. I lived in the Middle East and I went on to be a lawyer, worked in the city for 20 years, um, finally saw the light and decided that I wanted to do something <laughs> different, um, something more creative. I think I'd probably spent the last best part of five years feeling that way. Um, and so after working for those 20 years and um, realizing that that wasn't the um, end game and actually to sort of follow the passion, um, I was lucky enough to find Jo um, and work with her. And then we um, we formulated um, the business plan that is Con Art today. And was there a love of art there before? Absolutely. So I've been collecting for a few years. Um, I absolutely love that space. Um, I know I get... Um, told off every time I say I don't have any creativity inside of me because uh, everybody does apparently, of but course, um, yeah. not gifted in the same way that a lot of the people that I'm working with are. But um, absolutely, I love the arts, um, love anything sort of aesthetically pleasing, let's say. Well, if you don't mind me saying, the whole creative world, it needs people like yourselves to be creating a pathway for artists and, and for buyers. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, this is the thing for us. The whole reason behind what we're building now is that accessibility point. And I hate the word accessibility because it's so overused. 
but that's the reality. The industry we came from is an industry that really wants to be in the arts and wants to access art, but really just doesn't know how to do it. Yeah. And Joe, your background, if you don't mind me asking. Um, so my background, I was, I studied maths at university. Um, before that, I was actually really good at art and I really enjoyed art. I think I did art for A-level, but I, but I ended up kind of gravitating towards the sciences. It was kind of my comfort zone. And then once I, once I did that, I went straight, straight into investment banking and I've been in banking for my entire working career, but I've always had this kind of urge to do something creative a little bit like Katie, but I have a love of interiors and interior design. I kind of fell into it when I bought my first house and did it up. And I remember struggling to find nice pieces of statement art, original art on my walls. And um, Katie and I worked together in banking for oh, 11 years. Mm. Too long. Too long. <laughs> um, and we just bonded over our love of interiors and art. And we recognized that it was really difficult for us to find art as busy professionals who didn't have the benefit of time to go gallery hopping, to explore, you know, solo shows, private views, new openings. We just, we just couldn't have, we didn't have the capacity to immerse ourselves into the art world. But that doesn't mean that we didn't love art and wanted something special for ourselves. So would you be able to tell me what con art is? I've been telling lots of people over the last <laughs> year. Con art, con art, we call it, con art is a social art marketplace. So con art essentially merges that community engagement of a social network with the credibility, trust and curation of an art marketplace. Okay. It is the only one. It's a very simple proposition and we want it to be simple. Um, but nobody is offering that more immersive, intuitive platform for creatives. So there's obviously um, many art buying platforms Absolutely. So yeah. I don't know if the biggest is Saatchi, but the one that comes to mind is, is Saatchi Art. How is Con Art different to, to their platform? Yeah, yeah, sure. So you're absolutely right. There are absolutely millions of them. And just to say that we probably spent the best part of a year diligence in the market. Oh, I, mean, I could, I could so, well believe. Um, but yeah, if you take Saatchi, for example, so Saatchi for me um, lacks curation um, in terms of the quality um, selection of its artists. There is no selection. So anybody can be on it. And I think from a, from both sides of the perspective, from a buyer's perspective, you know, really when you're on and you're searching for a work, and, and by the way, the search functionality is very non-intuitive, um, you know, you'll see a work and then you, that you, that's beautiful. Um, and then it'll be next to a work that actually really degrades that user experience in terms of in terms of the um, of seeing that first piece. And then I think definitely from an artist's perspective and certainly from all the artists that we've been engaging with, one of their biggest concerns is around who they actually show next to. Um, so for them, that's just not an attractive proposition. So con art very much focuses on quality. It focuses on quality of the artist and the artwork to give both the artists and the art lovers um, a, a heightened experience and to give them that trust that yeah. this is a platform on which they can find yeah. um, credible artists. And that's, that's particularly on the marketplace side of, of con art. Um, what we through our diligence, we also spoke to our network, so the professionals network, um, people in finance, accounting, the legal industry, et cetera. Um, and they were saying that, you know, they would find a piece um, and it'd be three to 5,000 pounds, but they just didn't, 
they just didn't trust themselves to make that purchase because they didn't know whether there was any kind of quality control around it. Yeah. Um, and we knew that that's something that needed to be addressed. This is in partic particular the, the, the primary art market. I think in the secondary art market, you kind of have that track record of, of, of sales um, to be able to kind of give yourself that confidence around the purchasing. Um, but yeah, that's something that we really wanted to address from a buyer perspective as well as an artist perspective. But Saatchi, when I first joined, it, it was actually something to do with Saatchi Gallery at the time. Mm -hmm. It was um, very led for the artist experience and it, it was a good experience for the artist. And as mm -hmm. soon as it started expanding at quite a big rate, it became so diluted and it was no longer an experience for the artist. It was just like um, just putting it up on a website and yeah. hoping that it's sold, you know. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's a really, it's really good that you address that point. We had a lot of feedback from artists on that, um, referencing Saatchi, but also other platforms as well. I think the reality is with ConArt, we haven't spoken about um, our kind of industry, low commission, et cetera, but with ConArt, it, it can only work if it scales because we're really trying to promote sustainable careers for artists. So we need to make sure that it scales. And how do we incentivize artists who want it to scale? So that every everyone benefits, and we've put together incentives for artists as well. So, for example, if an artist refers another artist, and that artist is successful through our panel, then they can benefit from one percent of future sales of that artist. Oh wow! So we're really trying to like address this problem. So we listen to all the problems, and we're like, right, can we find a solution for that problem? Because it has to scale. It won't. It just, it can't be a tiny platform. It just won't work, it will fall flat. I think the other thing that we didn't really, we're speaking, we're speaking very much about the marketplace side of things, but it's also a social network. So we know that artists and art lovers and creators have loved Instagram when it first came out. I think it was the perfect platform for them. Um, and a lot of artists actually, you know, developed their careers through Instagram and they, you know, they've done amazingly well on the back of it. But in the last four or five years, that's just not been the case. Yeah. Um, so it's just an oversaturated platform. You're competing with everyone and anything in every sector globally. It's, it's just not the right space. So we also know that that needs addressing. And that's why we want Connaught to be the go-to social network. So the social network side of the platform will be for all artists, art lovers, etc. cetera. Brilliant. Marketplace side will be selective it's all on one app but that's where the selectivity mm. comes in as an artist so i want to join con art what do i do so if you want to join con art then you essentially just provide it's a very simple process you provide us with your either your website url and um, your instagram handle um we will you'll, you'll need to build a profile on the app but it's an incredibly simple um name um, pretty much it, email. Um, we will then, our panel of experts will then review um, the website, review the Instagram, um, and then within X number of days, we'll obviously come back and say yay or nay to, to being on the platform. Um, but what I would say, I know Joe wants to speak, <laughs> what I would say is that we, like Joe said, it is a social network. So we're very much, we're very big on community and we do want everybody in the art ecosystem to enjoy that community so whether you're not whether you're an artist that comes on and unfortunately 
um, has not been successful in coming through the panel, um, we would love you to be part of the community and enjoy the others that are on there because we intend to bring not only artists, art lovers and collectors, but the widest ecosystem on there. So we're thinking about critics, we're thinking about curators, we're thinking about term that we use facilitators so let's think about interior designers hoteliers etc so we we welcome all in that respect and we all you know we also have for example some more established artists that have you know full representations by mm -hmm. galleries that don't necessarily want to sell or cannot sell actually through con art but would love to be part of the platform in terms of the social networking side of things um so yeah that's exactly right so what would happen is you'd create a profile and you'd be able to enter um use con art from on the social side of things up until such time as you will get back to you and confirm whether you can be a con art artist and sell well you mentioned there about having a, a selecting panel the other art fair have got a panel so so there is a sort of quality control if you like um mm. for the artists that they want to show or mm. that even they think might sell mm. um what would your panel be looking for do you think I think the key element that our panel will be looking for is quality, but diversity as well. So whilst there will be tangible criteria, there will also be a lot of intangibles that sit in that decision making. And the makeup of that panel will be a very diverse panel as well, because we want that diversity of thought to play into how we decide um, who is right to be on the platform. Brilliant. Uh, we've got Sorka Richardson, who's um, ex-White Cube. She's been with White Cube for 12 years. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she joined us in the last three, four months. Um, she'll be heading up the curatorial strategy for Con Art. Who else would be on the panel? Would it be yourselves? Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tim? We, we will be on the panel um, and we are currently in the process of building that panel out. So me as the artist, I've applied, I've gone to the, um, in front of the panel. I was successful, hopefully. And is there a fee that that artist pays to be a part of Con Art? Absolutely not. It's, I will say that a centre of building Con Art has definitely been the artist. So as Jay mentioned earlier, the vision for Con Art is to help artists to build and grow sustainable careers. Brilliant. So in all of our decision making in building this platform has, has really always focused on artists. So whilst to the three of us, um, it may sound very obvious in terms of the commission structures that galleries and other online art marketplaces generally adhere to, um, for people that are more green to buying, they do not realize that so much of what they pay for a piece of work does not go back to the hands of the yeah. creator. And that is something that we feel incredibly strongly about. So we are launching with an industry low commission of 20%. That 20% can be reduced further to 15% if artists are to bring on 10 collectors. And those are 10 collectors that make a purchase on the platform. They then benefit from a reduced um, commission of 15% for the next 12 months of sales. And we think it's really, really important to go out strongly with something like that um, because actually we anticipate that our audience 
our ideal customer is going to actually be made up of people that really want to support artists um that want to sort of probably buy more with their heart and their gut um and so we think it's it's very important to be helping to redistribute some of the wealth brilliant as a buyer if i want to buy a piece of artwork that i see on con art how do i go about that so everyone that's on the platform will need to create a profile they think about it for all intents and purposes as an instagram so everybody will have a profile on con art if you're a buyer you won't you just won't have the ability to sell but you'll just have the ability to buy um whereas an artist profile will have the ability to sell and the ability to buy uh, and also the social side of things so posts you know creating content sharing works that you've seen um on the platform with other users on the platform uh creating collections wish lists um we've got that feature as well very 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 simple process though with you know integrated payment systems you know we were really conscious of making the user experience very very easy um but also one that we could stand behind um so we have integrated obviously payments we've integrated logistics um to make it a seamless process both on and off the platform and does the buyer have to pay a commission to con art for buying that artwork no no so if I, if there's an artwork for a thousand pound it costs the buyer a thousand pound yeah plus delivery <laughs> superb um, you mentioned about the 20%. I've always said that uh, an online art platform shouldn't be charging 50% anyway. But yeah, a brilliant move of um, going down to 20%. I, I, absolutely. And we we believe in that strongly too. I think the reality is that it can only work with scale though. It, this is something that the entire art community needs to get behind if we want to generally have this as a a viable business model and proposition in the market of course i know this is a an awful question that i don't like myself but where do you see con art in five years i think we see con art as being the go-to platform for the art world whilst at launch we appreciate that artists will continue to sell on a number of channels we hope in time that artists see con art as being the platform that they know they can have access to a buying audience but also a wider audience that can really help them on their growth trajectory and their career path we know that we need to offer more than that so i think in time we definitely want con art to be the go-to platform for people to connect for people to discover and for people to buy unique original art online and um as a, as a selling artist if they've got a comfortable um, place to sell their art it is so much easier to get on with your work you know yeah, I mean, that's that's absolutely 100% agree with that. I mean, through all the research we've done, so much of time and so much of artists' time is spent not creating yeah. because they've got all of the business side of things that they need to take care of. So again, in time, we absolutely want con art to kind of take away that weight and to sort of free up the time of those artists to spend, you know, in the way that they've obviously, you know, want to spend and should be spending their time, which is in the creation and the process of creating work, which we know can be incredibly timely. And is it starting off being <laughs> a UK platform? So at the moment, we're targeting UK artists um, with a view to expanding globally very soon after. Um, we just wanted to test it and trial it out 
at home uh, and see if it works, but the audience itself will be global. The ability to deliver outside of the UK, et cetera, will be um, offered. I mean, if, if it was in the UK and America, for instance, would everything still go through the panel in the UK or would it be a, um, a panel in the various countries? It, uh, really good question. Personally, I envisage it still being a central panel. That being said, given scale, we may need to consider having multiple ones, but I'm not sure that's going to be necessarily location driven uh, but some certainly something to consider once we're at a stage where we feel you know we need to be responding in a timely manner and we just can't do that yeah if it all goes to plan you could have thousands of people joining on a daily basis no exactly and I think we are conscious of I know we keep talking a lot about scale and we're conscious of doing it in the right way which we're, we're talking about but also conscious of I guess building in processes that, and operating procedures that allow us to you know, scale um, as, as I don't want to say as quickly as we can, because we like I say, we want to, we're very conscious of doing it authentically and organically, which is how we've currently done it up to this point. Uh, I mean, one thing we should mention is around the fact that, again, through all of the research and diligence that we did and the conversations we had with both buyers and artists, um, it was clear that people really like in-person events and we recognize the power, particularly from a community building um, perspective um, of bringing people together in the physical world. So whilst ConArt, yes, is an app launching soon, um, we also will have an events program that runs alongside it, which will take the form of formal and informal events. And we've had a number of artist-centric informal events, and we've also held a number of shows, um, and we will continue to do that, um, probably the shows on a sort of every other month basis, because we we just really recognize the um, power of, of, like I said, getting the right people in a room and cu really heavily curating our audience at those shows. Mm. I think also the other thing that we're doing over and above the other, the existing art marketplaces is that, you know, you mentioned nothing quite beats the, obviously the physical experience of experiencing the artwork in person, but also speaking to the artists. So our platform is a peer to peer platform. So the artists will have a direct you know, contact with their fan base, call it that. Um, so we, we definitely want to take buyers that kind of one step closer to understanding who the artist is, what inspires them, mm. um, you know, that, that journey to creating the artwork, what are the difficulties that sit behind that, um, just so that they can relate more to the artwork itself. Do you think that that connection can still hold if it expands massively yes the buyers that are interested in your work will follow will, will follow you and re request to connect with you and then if you accept that connection yeah then they will have a feed think about an instagram very, yeah, very that's what i had in mind in yeah mind as you so were they speaking. will be able to see all of your new works that yeah. are coming in. and actually what we've experienced is the more you the more you see the artwork, the more you kind of fall in love with it. Mm. And, um, you know, it could be that users, uh, buyers will come on the platform and be like, oh, I'm just going to go for a browse, follow a few people and just keep checking. And I think what happens is then you kind of convert them just by just by exposing them, yeah, yeah. To that, that artist or that type of artwork. And there will be some that they just gravitate towards. Um, and we think that will massively increase um, sales conversion for artists. Yes, yeah. no, I agree. I like the way that it sounds, you know, the, the good bits of social media and the good yeah. bits of an art exactly. platform coming together. And there isn't that at the moment. 
Yeah, and there I think isn't. I think also the reality is, Gary, we don't know which way it's going to take off. You know, if we know that the the so that having a niche social network for all things art is in high demand, yeah. we know that that's something that the art world is craving, both artists but also buyers. It's impossible for us as buyers to find art on Instagram. Yeah, we hashtag exactly. art abstract like what do we we don't know it's it's so we don't know like you know the marketplace um kind of makes sense it makes sense to tie them in together but we don't know exactly what's gonna get the most traction and whether it will be the social networking side of things hmm. i understand that connor hasn't gone live just yet when will it be going live september and how would <laughs> anyone be able to get the connor app Okay, so they can either pre-order it ahead of, they'll be able to shortly pre-order that. Um, otherwise, it'll be available on the App Store and Google Play. When it comes to artists applying from there, how would they get in contact with ConArt at the moment, be it website or social media? So at the moment, um, they can get in touch with us. So we have a website, they can register on that, and they can sign up to our wait list. And we obviously have all the details of who's on the wait list. They can message us through our social media accounts, um, so there's an, uh, multiple ways in which they can do that. So our website is www.theconart.com. Okay. And our Instagram handle is at conartglobal. Conart Global tells us where uh, where it's looking at going, right? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Well, that's all my questions asked, guys. Thank all you. I can that's say cool. is all really the good. very yeah. best of luck with Conart. Thank and, um, you. I'll put my work forward and see if I, yeah, if I'm, I can be one of the lucky ones. Yeah, amazing, yeah. But also, like, you should definitely have a profile in any case for your podcast. I mean, this is, you know, this is going to be an entire community uh, of of people in the art world, right? From art people in art industry, artists, art lovers, collectors, interior designers, mm. uh, hoteliers, mm. just everyone that's on the lookout for art or all things art. That's the go to platform brilliant yeah so all the very best with con art it thank sounds you. amazing thank you um, yeah. and obviously unique there's nothing like it at the moment okay guys well thank you very much for your time and thank all you. the thank very you. best with con art and i'll be sure to uh to join when the app comes amazing. out on the 12th of September. Oh, it's been really cool gary thank you so much great to meet see you later thank If you've got an exhibition or any other creative project within the arts, or even just want to promote your own artwork, you could do that in podcast form similar to the one you've just listened to. They start at a convenient price point that is comfortable for any artist working on a budget. This podcast itself is created by working artists and we know how important that is. So to find out more information, you can email us on ministryofartsorg at gmail.com or on Instagram at Ministry of Arts Org. Ta-da. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. 
Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.